welcome to On the Shelf episode number 30 of... Brutal Battle. Yes, this one we have, as we like to do, a Maryland beer. And this is probably one of the most Maryland beers there is. Not necessarily because of the ingredients, but the backstory on how it was made. And then the other one is from our neighboring state, Pennsylvania. And both these breweries we've had on the podcast before... Uh, the first one I'm very, very interested in because this beer, the uh, owner had said, I believe, on social media that this was the most expensive beer they've made. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> and there's kind of a reason behind that. So without further ado, let's talk about it. And bear with us. There's a little bit of a story to it, but it's a very cool story. So hopefully people enjoy it. So this is by True Respite. Out of Durwood, Maryland. Durwood? Yeah, that's what it says on their can. Durwood. Literally. Durwood, Maryland. Say? D-E-R-W-O-O-D. Huh. Kind of Columbia, right? I thought it was more Rockville. Okay, Rockville. Somewhere in there. <laughs> Got it. But anyway, um, we've been there before. We've really enjoyed the beers that they've had. Uh, and by the way, Brendan O'Leary, if you hear this, can you do another beer dinner like, take-home beer dinner like you did with that Oktoberfest one, because we did a whole episode for that, and I've been wanting to do that again, because A, the beers were really good, B, the food was really good, and the pairings were awesome, and we would do another episode, so it'd be a free plug for you, Brennan. I'm just saying. So anyway, the beer that we're going to try from True Respite is called What MBDC Does. Now, they have a whole, they have a series of beers that they call What Maryland Does. So it's kind of got some sort of story tying into Maryland. Now, what MBDC does refers to the Maryland Beer Drinkers Club. That's a group on Facebook that's been around for a while now. Rebecca and I have been members of it for quite some time. It's a real cool space. It's very positive. Just people talking about what they've been drinking, where they're going brewery-wise. That's been a great resource for us mm -hmm. personally whenever we need to know something about a brewery before we go. Like, do they have outside seating or this or that? It's usually more efficient for us to ask that Facebook group than actually contact the brewery because people are very quick to respond and very, very helpful. Well, um, people will so. be like, I'm going to Gettysburg. What are the best breweries around there? Or mm -hmm. I'm going to this area. What's the best breweries to go to? And people will kind of give their opinion, and that's always interesting to find out. Yeah, so it's a really cool group, and Brendan O'Leary has been involved in the group. You know, posting things about what True Respite's been up to. And, you know, just day-to-day, -day, just kind of back and forth with people about beer in general. So, I guess he decided that this would be a cool idea to do a collaboration beer with the Maryland Beer Drinkers Club. So, he literally went through the process of posting polls on there for nailing down the specific beer to do in collaboration. So I think initially it was just kind of as simple as like ale style. or lager. Yeah. You know, are we going to do an ale or a lager? And then after it was decided ale, then it was kind of like, okay, what type of ale? Are we going to do a hoppy ale? Are we doing like a stout? And then just kept going further and further, even doing getting as far as the hops mm -hmm. that they wanted to include. So that's kind of how, like a lot of people threw out things like, we want this, we want this, we want this. And so it got expensive. Like, I can see where it got expensive because people wanted a lot out of this. And Brendan really wanted to make this an awesome beer for the club. So um, very and awesome Everybody has been posting in the club saying that they want to get their hands on this beer and mm -hmm. they think it's great. Yes. So I'm excited to try it. So we weren't initially super excited that the voting went the way it did, but we kind of expected it because 
It's a hazy, and you know we're not huge on hazies, although I am a pretty big fan of the hazy IPA by True Respite Week Away. That's probably one one of very few hazies I could have yeah. as a go-to beer. It's very good. So I was like, okay, well, it could be really good then. And then they even did a day, when they nailed everything down, they did a day for people in the club to come brew. Yeah, yeah, which was awesome. And then he he also was giving people discounts if they were in the club oh, really? that day on you know any Other. beer purchases in the house. So it, I mean, fun. really really cool. Um, so anyway, so let's get into this beer. It's what MBDC does. They call it an expressive ale designed by Maryland beer lovers. It's eight point five percent and it's a hazy double IPA with NZ hops, Citra, Mosaic, and Nelson Solvent. It's a lot of different hops in this one. Sixteen ounce can. It is very full. This can is extremely full. There is no possible way that oxygen's getting into that, so that's awesome. Keeping it fresh. All right, for you? Well, we know it's fresh because we knew when they made it. Right. And for me. All right. Does it look like a hazy IPA? Or double? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty orange. Yeah. Orange yellow. Can't see through it, obviously, because it's hazy. But it's not like too hazy, you yeah, know what I mean? It's super. You can. It's like just cloudy, a little yeah, cloudy. Definitely smell. Smells good. It does smell good. It, I'm getting a. There's kind of a bit of a dankness in yeah, there. There's, a, there's some like piney, like syrupy. Well, pine. It's little dankness. A, it's not as like bright and citrusy as a lot of hazy IPAs. I feel like I get a slight cat pee. Which you can definitely get. It's not a bad thing. It's something you get from hoppy beers from time to time. It doesn't mean there's a problem with it, people. Yeah, it's a slight cat pee. The nose is significantly less expressive than your typical hazies are. But that makes me hopeful that it will deliver more on the Mm, flavor in comparison. Because usually that's a big problem where hazies are promising so much on the nose and then you taste it and you're like this is like at best half the flavor that it is aroma getting some like candied orange oh yeah i could definitely see that there is definitely a sweetness to the nose Mm -hmm. it's not too sweet though it smells kind of light for being a a double uh a little pineapple yeah i could definitely see that that sounds good it's not like it's like mango too overly powerful but Smells good. Also get a slight chapstick note in there that Rebecca always hates. Like that Vaseline. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's good. It's tasty. It's a lot lighter. It's very light. It does not taste like 8%. Yeah, flavor-wise, it's not, like, insane on the flavor, but it is a nice kind of, like, medium-low flavor to it. The body is very, very... Um, I don't want to say thin because that has a bad connotation. You think so? No, no, no. Well, I'm, I'm not saying that. Like, I'm saying for an 8.5% hoppy beer, I would assume that it'd have, like, a certain chewiness, a certain viscosity, which this does not, which is making it more sessionable. Mm. So I like that about it, but it really? also could be dangerous for that reason because it's 8.5% and it goes down pretty easy. Yeah. I think the viscosity, I think there's a decent viscosity to it. It's just not what I was expecting from an 8.5%. Yeah. 
I thought it would be more chewy, a little more viscous, but yeah, it's still got good body to it. I like it. It is good. There's a bit more bitterness than I was expecting from it, but it's not a lot. Yeah, it's pretty well-rounded. Like, you get, like, the citrus, you get the sweetness, you get a little bitterness. I like the body. It kind of gives you a nice mouthfeel. Yeah. It's got a little bit of that yeastiness that you Mm -hmm. do get from the hazies, but it's not crazy. And I am very sensitive to that flavor. I really typically don't like that flavor, but for me, this one's actually fine. Flavor-wise, definitely getting that kind of, like, candied orange that you were talking Mm -hmm. about. So there is that bit of sweetness, but again, like in the nose, it's not too sweet. Um, Get a bit of that mango that I was talking about getting, Mm -hmm. a little bit of pine as well. It's good. For me, it just kind of like coats my mouth and all those wonderful flavors just kind of meld together. It's nice. This beer is way too easy to drink for an 8.5. Like this is one that, like if you would give it to someone and you don't tell them the ABV, they would just crush it. And then be drunk and not have seen it coming. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. kind of dangerous. Really well done, though. I really do enjoy this. And uh, this is a hazy eye can and will drink. Right. It's a, yeah. Agreed. This coming from a person who really does not like hazy IPAs typically at all. Even but listening keep, to podcasts long enough. We keep know. buying them and drinking them. Well, because that's what's on the market. Like, no lie. When you go to... <laughs> When you go to a liquor store... I know, it's really hard. Yeah, when you go to the liquor store to get beer, it is literally, like, no joke, between fruited sours and hazy IPAs of whatever, you know, single, double, triple, I mean, that makes up, like, 80% of the beers there. No lie. It's ridiculous. It's been hard when we go and get beers for on the shelf, because we like to have a little variety. Um, But, yeah, it's a lot... And speaking of fruited sours. <laughs> right, exactly. The <laughs> the other 40% of what's in liquor stores. Our next beer is by Evergreen Brewing, and they are out of Camp Hill, Pennsylvania. Which, they've been on the podcast before because we did an excursion episode when we went to we Evergreen. Did, did we do a showcase? Did, I don't think we did it a It was sh- just an excursion. Yeah, it was just an excursion because we hit Evergreen and we hit Melamank. I think it was the first time we ever went to them. Yeah. Uh, that was a good experience. Yeah. I'd go back. Um, it is their, their Sorbetto, which they have. It's like a series. This is number 45. It's a sour ale with mango, lychee, and marshmallows. And we looked it up because the ABV isn't on the can, and it's 6%. So feel me on this. Does this look suspiciously like a secret, secret machine can from Dewey? You think so? I feel like the color usage, like the design, not necessarily, but I feel like the color usage and the way it's on the label, people could be confused with Secret Machine and just like grab this thinking it's a dewy fruited sour. I'd have to see them more side by side. Yeah. I'm just, to me, it looks kind of similar-ish. Well, I think all their sorbettos are different colors. Yeah. But probably a similar design, I would guess. Right. But anyway, let's get in. I don't think we've had... This have we old. had a Sorbetto before? No. This will be our first. Uh, this is also very full. I will say Good. not as full as the True Respite. There's a little room for uh, oxygen to get it, but not much at all. It's a, it's a very good fill in the can. It's just, you know, True Respite a little more impressive. Oh, no. 
I'm already getting a feeling about this. It's going to be too fruity. Uh, I'm getting a feeling there's a bunch of puree sitting in the bottom. Oh, you think? Is what my guess is. Let's yeah. see. Because this is very cloudy. It looks like orange juice, basically. Yeah. Like, it is, there's probably a lot of puree in there. I have a feeling there's a lot of sludge in the bottom of this, just like all puree that's settled out. That's my guess. But we'll see. I mean, it still may taste really good. I don't know. No head. Yeah. Like, no friggin' head to it. When I swirl it, I see so much, like, small particulate yeah. just clinging to the side of the glass. It's thick. That let, lets me know lots of puree. Lots of puree. Very thick. This could go either way. That could be a good thing, could be a bad just, thing. I mean, it smells like mango juice. I smell the marshmallow, though. You think so? Oh, yeah. It's got that vanilla-y vanilla, kind of yeah. sweetness. It, and there's lactose in it. I really do like that smell, honestly. Yeah, and there is a creaminess on the nose as well that I'm really liking. I yeah. like the nose. Oh, it smells delicious. Don't think I could pick up lychee. No. I feel like that's kind of a, such a mild flavor, isn't it's it? It's literally just mango, lychee, and marshmallow. Yeah, it's... Whenever I've had lychee before, like, it comes off as, like, kind of citrusy, but mainly just, like, syrupy sweet. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, I don't get that. Yeah, it's mainly just vanilla and mango. Yeah, mango, marshmallow. But it smells good. Sweet, juicy. Yeah, I like the smell of it. There, There is more of a sourness to it than I was expecting off the nose. Because it's, it's not smelling that sour. It tastes more beery <laughs> yeah. than I thought it was going to, based on how we were like, oh, it's all like sludge and... I like it. Um, it's very puree. It's going to be... Yeah, but it's not as bad as a lot of other beers we've had. Right. It, it's very puree-driven. It's good, though. I'm wondering if, if it's going to be undrinkable by the time we get to the bottom, yeah. though, if a lot of that puree is settled out. We'll find out, but um, yeah, I like it. Tastes good, you're right? right now. Like that um, sour, like the little you know makes your mouth pucker. Yeah, really balances out that sweetness that you get from all the fruit. Well, and I'm going to point out the issue, the biggest issue to me, when you have all that puree that's settling down in a can. First of all, it becomes a problem because if you're not pouring the whole thing at once then you're ending up just with all that sludge at the end, which you don't really, I mean, I don't want to drink that. It's just like a smoothie at that point. The other issue I found is that when it settles out, if you're just drinking what's on the top and then you get to what's on on the bottom, what's on the top is significantly more sour and what's on the bottom is significantly more sweet in comparison. Does it say anything about like rolling the can or anything? Um, no. It just said must be kept cold. Yeah, that lets me know there's a lot of puree in it because that means that there's more ferment. There's still like a bunch of fermentables in there, and that it could explode if you don't keep yeah. it cold. So, um, I'm trying to like agitate it and see if I can get here. Let me let me do it for you too and see if it's like looking thicker. I don't think so. Or if it's tasting different now. Okay. Yeah, it looks about the same. It's tasting less sour. Sweeter. Yep. It's sweeter. There's a bunch of puree on the bottom. Yep. Not a fan of that. I hate that. Um, it, be, it causes a lot of problems with beers. Um, I'm going to be honest. Trying it now with all that puree that was sitting on the bottom in it, I liked it better before. Yeah, because you had more sourness that yep. was actually balancing out the sweetness. Now it's just all sweet. Yeah. Uh, 
there's a little bit of sourness in there, but this beer is better with more sourness yeah. to it. It's still, I still like it. Yeah. And I taste the marshmallow, which is well, coming Well, I see off why people vanilla. like it. Yeah. Very mango, though. Very mango. Yeah. Couldn't pick out the lychee. I don't even know what it does to it, but mango marshmallow. The marshmallow is slight, too, but... I mean, I like it, but I I don't need all this freaking puree. Like, yeah. this is one of my biggest issues with fruited sours nowadays is I want you to fruit it, and then I want you to filter it. Give me a clear fruited sour so I don't have a bunch of crap sitting in the bottom of the can. Like, I hate that. I don't, I don't know if everyone's fine with it, but I don't want to feel like I'm drinking a thick smoothie when I'm drinking a beer. Yeah. And then also, like in this instance, it becomes like kind of too sweet mm-hmm. because you have all that puree just sitting in there. Not a fan. And the separation thing, like I said, it just causes so many consistency yeah. issues. Well, then especially if you're not telling people to roll or like yeah. agitate the can a little yeah. bit, it's just... Well, like I said, it's still good. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm going to give the number one spot spot to what MBDC does for yeah, sure. Yeah, agreed. That's a way more impressive beer for what it is. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, good episode. Tasty beers. Yeah. I'm down with it. I don't know. I just feel like we complain about some of these things and it's just never going to change. <laughs> Probably not. Because this is what sells. But People there, are going to make things that sell. But there always is hope. Because, like, there are those certain breweries who will do these types of beers that I'm kind of tired of seeing all the time. But in a way that I really enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we were talking about Dewey and their secret machines. Like, I love the way Dewey does fruited sours. And there's not a bunch of puree just sitting in the bottom of the can. Or like, you know, True Respite right here. Like, I am i don't really like Hazy's, but they do a nice job with Hazy's. I don't know what the difference is, but somehow they're able to mm-hmm. actually make Hazy's taste good for someone like myself. So, I don't know. But anyway, um, again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask Brendan, if you hear this, please do another to-go beer yeah. dinner. Please. <laughs> we need this tasty. in our lives. We will drive down again, which is like an hour and a half drive for us each way, isn't it? It's not quite that far, but almost. It's it's a, it's a hike. We will do it. We will do it again. But anyway, um, yeah. Thanks. Uh, let's do the 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 plugs. Rate us and review us on whatever podcatcher you use, please. iTunes helps us the most, and also tell people about the podcast because word of mouth really does work with people. Uh, just trying to grow the listener base a little bit. Um, you can email us if you just want to reach out and say, hi, you have something to say, we'll read your email on the podcast, or you want some beer recommendations, or you have recommendations for us, uh, brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com. We are on untapped, uh, all one word, Carlton Malibu spelled as it sounds. That's how you can find me best. I'm Rebecca C. And then Instagram. Brutal Battle Podcast. And if you want back episodes of the podcast, because we've been doing this for 10 years now, and there are a lot of back episodes, because we've been doing it every single week without exception. Haven't missed a single week for 10 years, which is, I think is impressive. Uh, But if you really want to kind of laugh at how bad the podcast used to be, you can go back and listen to like the very early episodes. And you can do that by just going to BrutalBattle.com or Archive.org and searching Brutal Battle. Because that's where all our files are hosted. But, um, yeah, good beers. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening all the time. And until next time, keep it brutal. Brutal.